Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, St. Louis Cardinals fans? And welcome to another Believe in Cardinals podcast. As always, I am your host, Braxton Wheeler. Today's date is May 30th, 2023, and this is episode number 29. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to your favorite shows, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SiriusXM, Amazon Music, Pandora, and many more. If you enjoy this show, please hit the subscribe button so you can be a part of the first listen club every time a new show is posted about the birds on the bat. You can also follow me on Twitter at Brax, B-R-A-X-X-X-26, as I post content daily. And send me a message whenever you'd like if you want to hear something specific on the show. All right, guys, welcome into another show. As always, thanks for listening. Please be sure to hit the like button wherever you listen to it. Um, It's free and available anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. Uh, Give me a five-star review. You don't even have to write a review. Just hit the five stars there. It really, really helps me out and pushes, pushes this show even further. And as always, I appreciate you guys for listening. So this team right now is like a circus. Let's just get right to it. This team right now is like watching a circus. You have no idea what is coming around the corner. You have no idea what's next. You have, you just don't know what to expect. It's exactly like something at a circus. Um, You know, I was driving here today or tonight, excuse me, to, to, you know, to record this podcast. I I go to work, I come home, I go straight to the gym, I leave the gym. And every time I'm going to record a show, I'm driving here and I'm thinking, Hey, what's the title going to be, right? Is it going to be I saw some other podcasters, you know, it's a bad time to lose, you know, lose Newt Bar and, you know, what, what's what's wrong with the Cardinals. But my title of the show is just, does anything surprise you at this point? You know, what do I mean by that? Well, you just never know what to expect, right? Like we just saw this Cardinals team and I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to get to as far as topics tonight. But, you know, we just saw this Cardinals team. It looked like they were turning a corner, you know, just about a week and a half ago, a week ago, two weeks ago, right? They were, 14 games under 500 and they got to like seven games under 500 right but here we are now and the day after and granted the Cardinals have played 19 you know this tonight will be their 19th straight game but granted they play the worst the second worst team in the MLB yesterday in the Kansas City Royals at home and they the other team was uh, 16 and 38 coming into the game. So that's the second worst record in the league. They are they are Johnny Holstaffing the game the Royals were yesterday. That means they are bullpenning the whole game, right? I mean, you know, it was a bullpen start and a bullpen the whole game because Michael Mayers, if I'm saying it right, shut us down, former Cardinal, right? So it's a bullpen game. The Cardinals are off a crushing defeat against the, the Guardians. And here they are last night, almost, they almost combined for the first you know, combined no hitter or perfect game, excuse me, in MLB history. That's how bad it was. And, you know, tonight it wouldn't surprise me if the Cardinals go off for 10 plus runs. I just don't know. And I understand that a baseball season's long and you go through a lot of ups and downs, right? Like, you don't have to explain that to me or generally Cardinals fans, right? There's 162 games. Everyone's going to overreact. And 95% of this overreaction is from what? Well, it's social media and historically lately it's twitter right twitter is the one that everyone overreacts everyone's a journalist whether you want to believe it or not we're all journalists if you decide to put out a tweet you're a journalist now whether you get you know money for it whatnot you're, you're a journalist when you tweet and everything is an overreaction and i understand that but 
what we've seen from this Cardinals team this year is just it's just it's just bad, right? It's just bad. Like that can't happen yesterday. Like if you get beat eight to zero to the Royals, okay, it's a bad night. Yeah, you're in the midst of 19 straight games. Yeah, you're tired from a road trip in, in you know Cleveland, and it's a day game, right? But no, not to get to to get your first runner on base in the eighth inning and a sold out crowd at Bush Stadium, you know, on Memorial Day against a bullpen staffed game is just it doesn't it shouldn't happen, right? This isn't this isn't the Braves, this isn't Jacob DeGrom, this is the Johnny Hole staffed game of the Royals. But anyway, what do I want to talk about today? Well, I'm gonna get in a little bit of the Newt Bar day to day or Newt Bar, um, where he's at. He got he got injured yesterday. Go go through some outfield situation. Let's touch on Jordan Walker. You know, a little bit of drama on social media. Let's let's talk about that. Um and how that ties to the actual team. And uh, how the NL Central is still wide open. So that leads me into the state of the Cardinals. Tomorrow is the last day of May. The Cardinals, like I said, are on the midst of 19 game, 19 games straight. Okay. And um they are 24 and 32. They are that is they are last in the NL Central once again. They are five and a half games out of first place. And um they are the second worst team in the entire National League. But I'll get to this in a second. And I will continue to say this, but the door is wide open for the NL Central, right? Five and a half games back at eight, you know, eight games under 500 is just absurd. And let me let me touch on that for one second. So there's a lot of consensus, and it's it's year after year, right? That the Cardinals can be start slow, right? We're eight. Think about this: the Cardinals are eight games under 500, and they are only five and a half games back. Okay, I get it. Yeah, we're in the division. And everyone's like, you know, when I put out a negative tweet, which I, I try not to as much, but you sometimes it, you, it, you just can't. It's, you know. But I put out a negative tweet, and I'm like, hey, this is, this is awful. This is embarrassing, right? And they're like, well, you, you're going to laugh, and, you know, when the Cardinals win their NL Central and, and host a wild card series. Look, I hope I'm wrong, and I hope I eat my words, right, when I put out those tweets. I mean, obviously. But let me tell you something. If the Cardinals win the NL Central this year, Yes, it's an accomplishment, but it's not as big as an accomplishment as you think. The Cardinals right now cannot take advantage of the worst league in baseball. And yes, it's right up there with the American League Central, but the both centrals in the AL and NL are just abysmal. The Brewers are 28-25 in first place. And every other team in the division is under 500. It's just pathetic. It's really bad. And if you take the Cardinals and put them in somewhere like the AL East, everyone in the AL East is over 500. In fact, everyone in the AL East is at least over Two games over 500, right? You take, you know, the, the worst team in the AL East, the Toronto Blue Jays, are <laughs> 10 games back of first place, the 39 and 17 race. So, what am I saying that for? What I'm saying that for is it's not that much of an accomplishment to just win the NL Central. I mean, there's a real chance. You could, you could tell me right now that the Cardinals could win the NL Central today. And you could also tell me in the next sentence, Okay, the Cardinals are going to finish under 500, and I would believe both statements now, right? So, and it's it's just the reality of the situation. Oh, uh, that's the state of the Cardinals. They're five and a half games out of first place, and they are five games out of a wild card spot. So, at this point, you know, there's no difference in you trying to get win a wild card spot and uh, try to, to try to win the division. So, in fact, it's probably easier to win the division and get a wild card spot, which is mind blowing to think. <clears throat> All right. Lars Newt Bar yesterday. Let's talk about him. Let's get to some big headlines. Lars Newt Bar 
you know, ran into the into the outfield wall, right? He was banged up a little bit. He stayed in the game. I think it was a third inning yesterday. He's running for a fly ball, and he just breaks. as a non-contact injury, right? If, if anybody knows anything about sports injuries, they are generally the scariest. Um, and he a non-contact injury, he runs, and he just falls down. He stumbles, hits the ground, and it's just like, oh, my gosh. The first thing came to my mind, and thank goodness it wasn't. I put out a tweet. I said, please, please don't be a torn ACL. And it wasn't. It looked like it, though. It looked like it had hints of that. Um, but anyway, Lars Newbar has back spasms. He's day-to-day. And um, that's good news. He's day-to-day with back spasms. So it's not an ideal time by any means to lose your best outfielder, especially defensively. And let me transition now into the outfield situation. So the Cardinals lineup tonight, listen to this. This is crazy. Before the season, the Cardinals had a situation on their hands where they had too many outfielders, right? They had too many outfielders. And now, here we are sitting on May 30th. You have Brendan Donovan in right field, not a true outfielder, right? He's a utility guy, generally infield. We have Alec Burleson, who's not good in the field, but he is an outfielder. He's playing left field. And we have in center field, Tommy Edmonds. So you have your your opening day shortstop in center field. Like, it's just, it's 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 just, that's what I'm saying. Nothing makes sense. Everything's a disaster. Tyler O'Neill can't stay healthy. And, uh, I mean, that's the open, that's the lineup for tonight with those three guys in the outfield. So let's, let's transition into Tyler O'Neill. Look. I went on record before the season started, and I said, hey, we'll give Tyler O'Neill one injury, right? We'll give him one time this season where he can miss a week or two stretch or whatever. He already did that, and here he is again. He's he's not even close to coming back, right? He has a strain in his back. We're not getting much update from him, but the word is it just seems like he's not even close when you're not hearing anything. Um, I, I'm a, you got to trade him, right? His trade value may be low, but at this point, when he does get healthy, I, I don't know. you got to trade him. It's his time. Carlson, um, he's finally on a running program, they they said today. And uh, he, he actually took some swings uh, from right-handed, I believe, on Monday. And obviously, when he comes back, he's still probably a week or so away, maybe two weeks. He's going to have two to three games of rehab. So when Dylan Carlson comes back, I expect him um, to take over that center fielder role. And probably for the foreseeable future once he's healthy. So let me, let me just finish this point right here with the Tyler O'Neill. So we've... We've seen what Tyler O'Neill can be, right? We saw, we've seen glimpses of it. And when he was healthy this year, he was not producing. And we've seen enough, and it's a sad storyline, man. But why just Tyler O'Neill cannot stay healthy for a full season? And I don't know what you're going to get out of him in a trade package, <clears throat> but if you want to have any hopes of chasing a championship this season, and I know it sounds crazy talking about winning a championship this season, but look. If the Cardinals can find a way to deal someone like Tyler O'Neill and potentially one of your top prospects in baseball, you know, and I'm not saying Jordan Walker, I'm not saying Graceffo, I'm not saying Mason Wynn, I don't know who, right? I mean, that's your guys, but we trade Tyler O'Neill and you trade some other guy, and maybe you get a high end of the rotation guy, right? That is where your mindset has to be as a Cardinals fan. Because let's just face it, the Cardinals are not going to do anything this season with the rotation they got in hand. They're paying $10.5 million to Steven Matz who is now in the bullpen, and uh, let's see, where is his stats? He had another awful start. He's 0-6 with a 5.6 ERA. It's just not, it's, you know, I had a whole episode on him last time, and in that episode, I tried to keep the door open for a little bit of hope, and right after I got done filming that, it was just an abysmal start. It wasn't even close, and especially a time he couldn't afford it. So they put him in the bullpen, and he came out and pitched yesterday, and he just, you know, it was average. So, anyway, 
Uh, lost my train of thought there. Yeah, that's right. Let's talk about Jordan Walker so I can c- conclude this outfield situation. Jordan Walker has been in Memphis, and if you can't get any more, you know, <laughs> of a circus situation um, than we've already had, is Jordan Walker was down there, and they, you know, I, I don't, don't, don't put me on record for this verbatim quote, but anyway, Jordan Walker's like, hey, I'm not working on what they're telling me to work on. He essentially was doing his own thing, saying he's not worried about hitting the ball in the air, all this. And essentially, there's just a disconnect between the organization and Jordan Walker. And a lot of people are like, good for him. He figured it out on his own. And uh, I don't know how that's going to go over. But just like another situation right now, there's drama even for the number one uh, prospect in the Cardinals organization. That's just crazy to see. Um, You know, what about what if you bought a ticket to that game yesterday? I was just thinking about that. Like, talk about a bad day to buy a ticket to that game, right? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's tough. Like it's kind of off topic, but you know, when you go watch a baseball game, whether it's, you know, I've been to rookie ball games. I worked at a, I had an internship with a rookie ball team in Greenville, Tennessee when I was my internship in college. And whether you're there, whether you're at a single A game where I live, we have the single A team of the um, high A team for the uh, Boston Red Sox, you know, whether you're there, whether you're at, you know, the Memphis Redbirds triple A team where you're in an MLB game, like, when you buy a ticket to a game, especially if it's somewhat pricey, you just hope, you know, you really do hope that you just get a good outing. And it, it works in two ways. If, if the, you know, if you go to a game and it's really fast, you at least hope that the Cardinals can make history, like a no-hitter, a perfect game. I'm not talking about that. But, like, you ever have those games where you go to it, and I will always say going to a baseball game is sort of like a social event. So if you go to a baseball game with a group of friends, you want to be somewhere in the middle between, you know, Two and a half hours to three hours, I say, is a comfortable ball game. Like, four hours is too much. And then now you have these games that are going, like, right at two hours, under two hours. You know, you don't buy a a ticket, and and you blink, and you're in the fifth, sixth inning, right? And you just now went to the concession stand one time. You know, I don't know. That's a little bit off topic. But you know what I'm saying. So, like, I feel so bad for those people. Sold out Bush Stadium yesterday just to see the Cardinals almost get hit. uh, A combined no-hitter against Michael Mayers, who is just... You know, he's only has like 13 innings pitched the whole season. That trans that makes me transition to the next thought. Yesterday, Ali Marmol, and I haven't said much about Ali Marmol lately, right? Like I've always said, managers take way too much heat when things are going bad, and they get way too much credit when things are going good. That is a that is an accurate statement, and that's just the nature of the job, right? Is it right or wrong? I don't know, but that's just the way baseball is. If your manager does not have your guys ready to go, then he's going to take more heat for it, right? And rightfully so, right? So anyway, yesterday the Cardinals, boom, eight, you know, 18th game straight in 18 days, right? That's that's crazy. I don't even remember the last time I've seen the Cardinals have that type of stretch. But after the game, the post-game conference, I, I wish I would have pulled the clip, but Ali Marmol says, you know, like you can see it. The guys are tired. Like he was just talking about how the guys are worn down. They're tired. They're in the midst of a 19 game uh, stretch of baseball games. Obviously, they've switched some time zones and stuff throughout this. And there's been a lot of flack on social media. Some people are tweeting like, "Oh, you know, hey, the I wish you know, you know, I wish only had to work three hours a day for 19 days straight," which is a huge misconception. So let me stomp that quick. Like people were acting like. You know, they only show up at the park and work three hours. No, it's, you know, travel on their bodies. They wake up. It's exhausting. They're in the cage. They lift. You know, it's a mental it's a mental game as well. So that that was ridiculous. But I'll, I'm going to play devil's advocate on that point and say, look, Ollie, you cannot come out and say that. 
You just can't. And you can't make excuses up on a performance like that. It's just it's just the big leagues, right? Like, it's just the big leagues. Um, Mike Shannon, you know, he used to say, it's the big leagues, man. Like, Mike Shannon used to say that all the time on the Cardinals broadcast. And I know it's tough. I, I've defended, you know, MLB players. I can't fathom what it's like. I I play in a men's baseball league, right? I'm, I'm 25 years old, and I play in a men's baseball league. And I pitched three innings the other day. And, uh, you know, I was so sore for the next couple of days, right? I was tired. And I, it makes me think again, like when I was playing college ball, like, man, this really is a grind on your body. And it is hard on these guys. But the reality of it is, this is their job, and they get paid very well for it, right? Like, you know, Stephen Matz, it's easy to feel sorry for him as a person until you realize he's making $10.5 million per year, right? And, and I've always said, none of this, nothing that people say to these players should be taken personally. But when you are making this type of money and you are in the position that they are, and this is just the way it works. And, um, you know, that's just that's just the way the Cardinals are right now, and there's no reason to be making excuses to how the team's playing. And before I close this show here, the last point is, I just hope that the Cardinals did not, and this is also me trying to make an excuse on their behalf, but I hope that they did not get burnt out too quick, even trying to get back in the standings, right? So anytime you're 14 games back and it's, you know, a month and a half into the season, you are going to have to grind to get back, just to get back into the standings. And they did so for the most part, right? They were winning good, you know, they were, they were beating the Dodgers in series and they were, you know, swept the Red Sox. Like these are pretty good ball clubs that they were beating. But it takes a lot out of you to do that, right? But you have no choice because you've dug yourself in such a hole that if you don't, you know, you're going to look up and, you know, you can't afford to go on a five, six game losing streak at this point, right? Like you've already done that. You know, you only get one or two of those a season and the Cardinals just screwed themselves early. And, and let's just be honest, if the Cardinals were in any other division besides the AL Central and the NL Central, they would be out of it. There's no way you're coming back from some of these ball clubs like the, the you know, the Blue Jays or one of these other divisions. So at the end of the day, it's not the Cardinals' fault that they play in a bad division, right? And it's not that big of an accomplishment if they somehow win the NL Central. I know it sounds depressing, but the fact of it is they should. They are five and a half games back, and their record is, what are they at, 12 games under 500? I can't remember, whatever. But that's just, <laughs> you know, you got you to make something of it. So anyway, that's all I got. Kind of went off on a tangent there at the end. But at the end of the day, man, they just got to turn it around. It starts tonight. They got two off days coming up, much needed. You don't see two off days often, but the Cardinals need these two off days more than anything I've ever seen. But they cannot lose tonight, and this game starts in about an hour. So the Cardinals cannot lose this baseball game to Kansas City tonight. They're minus 190 favorites money line. You got to win it. You got to win the game. Miles Michaelis, I have a lot of confidence in him. I will say, I have confidence in Miles Michaelis. His last couple outings, he's our guy. Okay, he is our guy, and um, got to win the ball game tonight, and then enjoy your two off days, and they head to Pittsburgh this weekend. So anyway, we all need these two off days, even as fans. So enjoy the rest days. Well, let's get a win tonight and turn this thing around. So as always, I am Braxton Wheeler, and this is the Believe in Cardinals podcast. Have a great night, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.